0: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked
2: On, Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, team. every day, every day, every day.
0: And we welcome you to this special episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast special in a sad way. We honor the life and the legacy of Boss Hog, Joe Bugle, who passed away at the age of 80 over the weekend. But first, Redskins fans, we tell you that this episode of the Locked On Redskins podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. That's right. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate candy bar. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code locked on, and you'll get $10 off your first order again at builtbar.com. All right, so what we will have to, you know, of course, start with for those of you that were paying attention over the weekend is the very sad news that Joe Bugle had passed away at the age of 80. You know, when you, when you think of the legacy of the Washington Redskins, you think of Joe Gibbs, you think of Doug Williams, you think of Joe Theismann and Mark Rippin and the three different quarterbacks and the Hogs, and that's the Hogs is probably the one name, I guess. I mean, I guess you think Joe Gibbs, but the Hogs are synonymous with Washington Redskins championship football. And the Hogs was created and coached by Boss Hog, Joe Bugle, who passed away at the age of 80 over the weekend, as we mentioned. I uh, don't know exactly the reason. Don't know if he was sick. Joe had retired in 2010. And to be honest with you, I, I mean, I, I'd be I'd be. If, if, if I'm not telling you the truth, I, I don't know how else to do it. I, I hadn't thought about Joe in a while, and that makes me sad uh, because my first year on the beat, I covered Joe Pugel. He was still the offensive line coach for the last year of his second tenure before retiring in 2010, before Mike Shanahan and Bruce Allen took over uh, with their own crew. Yeah, that's right. Joe Bugle even outlasted Joe Gibbs the second time. That's how much he wanted to coach. That's how much he loved coaching. That's how much he loved the Washington Redskins, is that Joe Bugle was out of football, was recruited back into football, snap of a finger decision when Joe Gibbs came back for part deux, and then stayed when Joe went away, when Gibbs, Joe, went Back into retirement after the Sean Taylor tragedy and the playoff run in 2007, you know, Joe Bugle could have easily stepped away. Jim Zorn inherited him. Uh, he wanted a coach. I'm sure Dan Snyder made sure of that. Uh, by all accounts, Dan Snyder and Joe Bugle were very, 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 very close. I don't know what their relationship was uh, over the last 10 years in terms of how often they talked or anything like that, but my understanding is it was obviously very good. Uh, And Joe Bugle at his retirement press conference in 2010, I I saw some video from NBC4, again, uh, just a refresher. I mean, he could not have been more effusive in his praise for Dan Snyder. Now, you know, again, how fans view Dan Snyder, how media views Dan Snyder, very, 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 very different than how most coaches most and how players view Dan Snyder. And Joe Bugle was very effusive in his praise uh, for Dan Snyder. So, you know, I mean, unfortunately, all great things come to an end. And, I, again, I don't know, you know, if, if Bugs was in bad health or, or, or not, uh, but he passed away on Sunday morning at the age of 80. And I, I would just say this. For everybody that knows anything about the legacy of the Washington Redskins, you know that while he was never the head coach of the Redskins, that he was the most important coach alongside Joe Gibbs. We're going to have some memories and some tributes and some things that people have tweeted about and said on social media uh, for you coming up shortly, but let's give you some details Uh, First, of course, on the legendary Joe Bugle, who passed away at the age of 80. For you younger listeners, uh, and maybe for everybody that forgot, you know, of course he's known, again, for his work with the offensive line and the Hogs, but he was the Redskins offensive coordinator and offensive line coach in 81, 82, became the assistant head coach in 83, would hold on to that until 89. He won two Super Bowls. Uh, as an assistant coach, Uh, and in 89, he would leave the Redskins to become the head coach of the Phoenix Cardinals, right? He earns that opportunity, Uh, and then he ultimately goes on to, I think it was to San Diego, if memory serves me correct, and Oakland was also a stint in between. Uh, And then Bugs comes back, as we mentioned, when Joe Gibbs comes back for a second go-around. 32 NFL seasons, you know, again, under and with Gibbs from 81 through 89, 2004 through 2007, again, stayed for another couple of years helping Jim Zorn out, Um, you know, and again, commonly referred to as boss hog. Uh, I, I mean, you know, like Russ Grimm, Hall of Famer. Joe Jacoby should be a Hall of Famer. Mark May. Um, not going to get a Hall of Fame, you know, vote or, or anything like that, but but well thought of. Jeff Bostick, George Stark, Doc Walker, who I worked with for a number of years. Um, you know, that was the group. That was the group that made, again, Joe Bugle famous, that made themselves famous, that made the Washington Redskins famous. Um, the Redskins, I didn't know this, in 83, scored... 541 points. It's now been eclipsed, but 541 points. Um, Redskins PR said that in his first tenure with the Redskins, four 1,000 yard rushers. That was when it was kind of hard to get, you know, a thousand yards. One 4,000 yard passer. And nine one-thousand-yard receivers, because again, remember, it's not just about the running game. The Redskins were 92 and 48 in the regular season during that time, 11 and three in the postseason, and of course, won two Super Bowls, 82 and 87, and then went the went and won the third Super Bowl without uh, Joe Bugle, who again had gone on uh, to be the head coach of the Arizona then Phoenix Cardinals in 1990 for four seasons before then eventually getting let go, uh, joining the Raiders in 95 and 96, and then becoming their head coach in 97 for just one more year. Uh, And that was the last time he would be a head coach. And then he joined the San Diego Chargers uh, as their offensive line coach from 98-98 through 2001, took a couple of years off, maybe was thinking retirement. Then, boom, all of a sudden, Joe Gibbs comes back. He brings back Joe um, Joe Bugle. And, you know, again, the offensive line was, I mean, at that point, they had Chris Samuels, um, you know, Casey Robach came around, uh, Randy Thomas. I remember covering a bunch of these guys Um, You know, Chris, towards the end of his career, but he had a pretty good, he had a pretty good unit. It wasn't the Hogs, it wasn't the success as a team, but they opened up some holes for Clinton Portis. Everybody knows that, right? They had a thousand yard plus rusher in five consecutive years uh, under Bugle's tutelage of the offensive line. So they were always more than solid were they dominant? Probably not. But they were more than, you know, they were fine. They were good. A couple of the, the real good years, they ranked seventh uh, in the NFL in rushing yards, 136.4 in 2005. That was the first playoff year back under Gibbs and Bugle. And then the next year, which wasn't a good year, they ranked fourth in the NFL, 138.5 uh, on the ground, allowing just 19 sacks, too which was third lowest in the league, and, and, and that wasn't a great team. Uh, Joe Bugle was from Pittsburgh, a wife, two daughters. Um, unfortunately, I, and I didn't remember this, I covered him in 2009. I, I, I forgot that his, his younger daughter, um, Holly, had passed away in 2008. That's right. So survived by two daughters, uh, Angie and Jennifer, Wife Brenda, um, you know, again passing away at the age of 80. Uh, Joe Bugle did it better than many, uh, and and maybe again the single most important assistant coach if you look at legacies and if you look at history um you know because if if you think about it belichick had romeo Cornell and charlie weiss but then you know those guys left after a couple of years and uh, winning a bunch of championships and went on to their own individual uh you know lives and, and and all that and then he developed matt patricia and josh mcdaniel Um, So, you know, different assistants, different times, you know, you want to say Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells, yeah, maybe, but again, that kind of ended a little quicker than, you know, the Joe Gibbs, Joe Bugle legacy did, Um, you know, and I would say this, you know, again, maybe out of sight, out of mind for the last, you know, eight, nine years, whatever it was. Uh, I think when, ev- when this news hit everybody, it was like, a, oh, like just a gut punch. Like 2020 has just been awful. Because even though Joe Bugle was no longer involved with the Redskins and no longer, you know, in in, in – in really any way, shape, or form connected to the Redskins in terms of the football operation over the last decade, you know, he'll always be such a huge part of the legacy. Like if we're talking about, you know, Bobby Mitchell a lot over the last couple of weeks, right, um, who passed away in April uh, and then had his number retired. If we're talking about all the bad history, this is the good history. Not only because of how they did it on the field, but also because of the type of guy Joe Bugle was. And I only knew him for one year. Buges, rest in peace. Uh, And thank you for everything you did uh, for the Redskins, for the NFL, uh, for a lot of those players that I covered uh, for talking to me a couple of times and, you know, not that we were close or anything like that. Uh, But Joe Bugle. Uh, was a good man and will remembered, uh, be remembered as such, and I hope the Redskins you know, do whatever they can to, to honor him uh, in this 2020 season. All right, speaking of honoring Joe Bugle, when we return, we'll read you the statements of Joe Gibbs, Dan Snyder, as well as some of the other tributes that have poured in over the last 24 hours or so since we uh, found out that Joe Bugle had passed away at the age of 80-plus. The Redskins already losing a young wide receiver. We'll have that story to finish up. The Locked On Redskins podcast right here on LOR. All right, guys. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for a change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash Black Lives matter. And once again it's Chris Russell here for our friends at Built Bar. How many times are we going to tell you how wonderfully tasting the Built Bar is? Let me give you a, a little something something for you. Saturday afternoon I was driving around. I I didn't I had lunch uh and I wasn't going to be able to have dinner for a while. And I'm trying to watch what I eat. I'm trying not to go fast food. I'm trying not to eat bad food, right? So what did I do? I brought my trusty peanut butter brownie built bar that's right one peanut butter brownie built bar I was able to keep my energy up for a couple hours and more after that because built bars guys are built to give you that protein for energy and not give you the bad stuff like sugar that brings you down and gives you that crash after that initial thrust, if you will, super low in net carbs. Um, you know you're getting the protein. You know you're getting something delicious. Somebody said to me the other day that they didn't know how it tastes, and I said, well, it tastes great. I said, if you like chocolate, and if you like a chocolate bar, you're going to love a built Bar. So go ahead and get BuiltBar.com, right on your radar screen. If you haven't already been there, easy to use. Go get a bunch of boxes, right? They're running a big special. Also, use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Part of the Locked
2: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, guys, we're back here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Again, remembering the life and the legacy of Bossog, Joe Bugle, who passed away at the age of 80. Let's get you some of the uh, quotes and some of the statements and bring you all of that uh, here on the podcast because certainly Joe Bugle was a very popular man and everybody coming out. Uh, and doing the right thing and saying goodbye uh, to Joe Bugle. We'll start with the owner of the Washington Redskins. We mentioned they had a very close relationship. Dan Snyder saying, quote, I am absolutely devastated by the news of Joe's passing. Joe was a larger-than-life figure and a true legend in his profession. He exemplified what it meant to be a redskin with his character and ability to connect with his players, along with a work ethic that was unmatched. We shared a special bond, and he was a great friend. He was a man who not only gave me a better understanding of the game of football, but also gave me a perspective of what is truly important in life. I absolutely adored him and will miss him terribly. Tanya and I... Tanya, being Dan Snyder's wife, would like to extend our deepest condolences to Brenda and the entire Bugle family during this time. Joe Gibbs, Hall of Fame head coach and, of course, NASCAR owner uh, and very good friend, of course, of Joe Bugle. Quote, Joe had an incredible passion for the game of football. He came to work every day with such great excitement and his players had tremendous respect for him. The strength of our coaching staff on both sides of the ball was a key reason we had so much success. Bugle was such a big part of that, and his impact was felt by not only Redskins teams, but truly across the entire league. I will miss his friendship, and I will always cherish our late-night arguments, putting together the game plan each week. Pat and I will be praying for his wife Brenda, his girls, and their entire family, said Joe Gibbs. So, you know, there's other tributes that have, you know, kind of come in throughout Sunday and people remembering different things. A very nice thing for the Washington Nationals, the defending World Series champions to do. They put out a tweet uh, with a picture of of Joe Bugle, Um, you know, just saying – Send his condolences to the Bugle family. Uh, My buddy John Kime of ESPN uh, told a quick story. He says, you know, when you look at the Gibbs, the first era, it's easy to see why he was such a good coach. He knew who to hire. He said, look at those staffs. That's why for coaches simply looking at his X's and O's, you're really missing the point. It's about surrounding yourself with the right people and Gibbs understood this. He also told um, a story, uh, you know, earlier in the day about um, about Joe Bugle before the, I think, 83 uh, NFC Championship game, I believe it was. Um, and you can follow John, of course, at John underscore time. I'm sure that story uh, is is still up there. I don't remember all of the details of it. It's been... Uh, quite a day I mean I'm I'm you know even though again I haven't talked to Coach Bugle and and you know again since his retirement in 2010 uh, you know all of these memories are kind of flooding back and you know my first year on the beat and I remember being around the stairs uh, outside of the locker room at Redskins Park before it was redesigned and he was just you know he would just hold court and just whip off some funny one-liners, man. That guy could zing. That guy could tell a story. Uh, and he didn't have much of a censor button. As he said often, he knew every curse of the book. Didn't know, you know, many other things besides coaching football and cursing. Uh, but he could, he could get under your skin and, 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 and make it funny and, you know, do all the things that we all wish that we all could do, right? Joe Bugle could do it in, you know, the bat of an eyelash. Uh, Will Montgomery, former center uh, part of those teams uh, for Joe Bugle, uh, sent out an RIP Coach Bugle uh, picture uh, of the entire, like, offensive and defensive line um, that had grouped together uh, in 2009. Uh, just kind of a bunch of familiar faces and quite honestly some faces that I had forgotten. Uh, Lorenzo Alexander tagged that because, remember, Lorenzo Alexander also played little offensive line, little fullback, little bit of everything. He says, wow, loved Coach Bugle, coached me hard and gave me the confidence to go out and perform uh, every week. You know, again, there's so many different, you know, stories um, you know, of Bugle's legacy uh, and and what he meant as a football coach and also as a person. Um, Gil Brandt, the architect of the Dallas Cowboy dynasties, Hall of Famer, a uh, guy who I worked with for a number of years. Uh, Gil brandt has been around this game for a long, long, long time. He says, rest easy, Joe Bugle. You were one of the greatest offensive line coaches this game has ever seen. We always loved competing against your Redskins teams. You gave us hell, and I respected you uh, for that. Uh, Wade Phillips, you know, again, a guy who knows, you know, all about going against an offensive line. He said, lucky to have coached with and be a friend of Joe Bugle. Condolences to Brenda and the family if assistant coaches ever get in Hall of Fame. Joe coaching the Hogs deserves to be there. Uh, My buddy Rick Snyder, who, um, you know, of course, longtime media Uh, personality uh, from many different outlets, including right now, RedskinsReport.com and Warpath Magazine, both of which I work for. He said, uh, RIP Joe Bugle, founder of the Hogs, passionate guy, great person. One reason I enjoy covering the NFL is the passion of players and coaches, and Joe was ready to go to war at a moment's notice. It's well said. Rest in peace, Joe Bugle. We're going to miss you. Um, Thank you for the impact you made on all of us that had a small, small chance to get to know you uh, and cover you and be around you and be coached by you in some cases. uh, And just to get an opportunity to soak up some of that passion for the game of football. Um, Joe Bugle at the age of 80 passing away on Sunday and the Redskins honoring his life. And we do so here as well on the Locked on Redskins podcast. All right, once again, guys, it is Chris Russell with you for our friends at rockauto.com. So I told you I got a new car recently, right? So hopefully I won't need to fix anything on it anytime soon. But if I if something comes up, you know, you, you never know. You need a, a new air filter. You want to get, um, you know, your oil changed by, you know, not by the big shops, or the dealer which charged you out the roof prices, You can get any part you need, any part you need for whatever make and model car you have at rockauto.com. So what I think I'm going to do to save a little bit of money, being that I have now a car payment and I'm trying to do different things, is... Again, go to rockauto.com when I need stuff done uh, and get a buddy of mine who'd fix his cars, maybe get throw him a little bit of money, take care of him, and let him do all that instead of, again, taking it to the dealer, instead of going to the big-name auto parts stores. Um, you know the big-name auto parts stores. They have all that overhead. They've got to pay the rent. They've got to pay the mortgage. They've got to pay your employees. Rockauto.com is a family business, and because it's a website that you can order everything and see everything from. There is no gigantic overhead. And when there's no gigantic overhead, that means the prices are not passed on to the consumer. So that means you save money by going to rockauto.com. It's easy to use. I can use it, you can use it, everyone can use it, rockauto.com. When you're going to the website, you're perusing around rockauto.com, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you at rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Is your team eliminated
2: from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements?
0: All right, we finish up the Locked on Redskins podcast for this early week edition, remembering the life of Joe Bugle. We will have a bunch of other stuff on Adrian Peterson coming up uh, in the next episode, just not enough time to do it. Uh, in this particular episode because, um, you know, and correctly so, we're honoring the legacy, again, of Joe Bugle uh, in the best way that we can. We hope to, you know, be able to catch up with somebody uh, in the next episode or two. I just got to try and reach out and, you know, things happen Uh, late on a Sunday. It's hard to get a hold of people uh, in time. So we wanted to pass along this note. Uh, And it's not a huge deal, I don't think, for the position. Uh, But there was a chance, a chance, uh, that I suppose with a good preseason and a good camp, even though the preseason's going to be short, that Emmanuel Hall could have made the Washington Redskins roster. Who? Yeah, Emmanuel Hall. He was signed to the practice squad after time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears late last year. Uh, and he blew out his Achilles. We don't know if it's a full tear. Uh, we don't know if it's a partial tear. but We do know that it's torn. And we do know that he's got a huge uh, wrap and cast on it. So it's probably fully torn, although we don't have an exact confirmation. And that would mean that he would almost assuredly be out. For the 2020 season, I 6'3", 200 pounds, again, crowded receiver room, but a young receiver room, right? And with Cody Latimer's status so up in the air and with Antonio Gandy-Golden, even though he says he's recovered from COVID-19, you know, there's a lot of worry and a lot of concern that you never truly recover from COVID-19. Uh, and that could affect slowdown, lungs, this, that, and the other thing. Um, so there was a chance, a chance considering you know, a guy like Steven Sims Jr. made the team as an undrafted rookie last year. They, drew, they, they brought in a couple of undrafted rookies, but they were looking for that big pot at the end of the rainbow in Amari Cooper. They didn't get him, and that was the one guy that they wanted, and they didn't go anywhere else with that. So there would have been some room here, maybe – maybe for Emmanuel Hall to grab a roster spot. That obviously is not going to happen. The good news for him is, you know, presumably the Redskins will keep him as opposed to wave injured him. Uh, Maybe they'll still do that. We don't know exactly yet, Uh, but maybe he'll get a chance to rehab uh, with the team. He should, uh, or he gets an injury settlement, but he'll probably get a chance to rehab with the team because they want to take a look uh, at him and make sure that they don't bypass a good young developmental talent that could at least go on the practice squad. So Emmanuel Hall, uh, probably done for the season again likely full tear of the uh, achilles we know it's torn he admitted that on uh, his instagram page and you can see the picture of his leg completely wrapped up so hopefully hopefully he gets better and hopefully 2021. Uh, is a chance for him uh, because he's got some deep small speed, um, you know, and very productive at Missouri. That is going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, remembering the life and the legacy of Boss Hog, Joe Bugle, who passed away at the age of 80 on Sunday. More continuing coverage of the Washington Redskins and everything surrounding and the life and the legacy of Joe Bugle. Available at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, RedskinsReport.com, RedskinsReport.com, or on Twitter at Russellmania621. By subscription, Warpath Magazine, and occasionally on the radio still at 1067, The Fan. Thanks for being with us. Rest in peace, Coach Bugle. Adios.